Yo, Carl, what'd you do for Halloween? Uh, I dressed up as the mystery gang and got really drunk. I was Fred. No shit, you were Fred. Yeah. For anybody who listens and doesn't know what Carl looks like, he's a tall, lanky blonde. He's Fred. But my one Uh, friend is a perfect Shaggy, so we also had Shaggy, and we had a dog for a picture. So that's amazing that's amazing so my halloween i didn't get to do halloween the normal way caroline's cousin katie got married in dc this weekend so i was down there for the wedding so i didn't get to dress up i just wore a suit on saturday night and got blasted with caroline's family great time (laughs) uh she married a southern dude from uh louisiana really nice guy but you know how weddings usually have like his and her drink selection? Yeah. His was Bud Light. No. That's the worst. So I just I just I was pounding Heineken's and Bud Lights all night, but I did get to do something for Halloween on actual Halloween. What'd you do? So my friends, um Michael, Ben, Jack, and myself, uh went to the gym. Oh, you told me this. In our Halloween costumes. And I I wore my kangaroo onesie that I wore from sophomore year when I was um, the crew from Winnie the Pooh with the dive team. And I was was Kanga, the big kangaroo. And it was chest day. Carl, do not ever wear a onesie to the gym. No, I'm good. Funniest thing also, I I went to like a fine dining restaurant dressed as Fred with Daphne like right before in. Yeah, but like at least at least Fred's costume is like blue Fred, pants. Fred's looked good, but like she looked like like she looked good, but it looked like a costume. Like so everyone was looking yeah. at us like you guys good? Like <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I it was an overall like good Halloween because while all my friends were out in costumes spending money at bars, I was getting hammered with my girlfriend's dope family for free. Not bad, not bad. Open bar, open bar. But yeah, don't work out in a onesie. It you know you might PR, but you will die of heat stroke. Definitely heat stroke. No, I'm like I did both. I did both. It was it was a time. That was a time. Also, no trick or treaters showed up to my house for Halloween. I actually had trick or treaters. That was actually the weirdest thing in the world. I was trying to leave my house, and people showed up to my door. I was like, I'm literally walking out of my door. What are you guys doing? They wanted candy. Yeah. So uh, they got a can of peaches. So whoever you are, I'm sorry. I didn't have candy. You gave you you gave out a can of peaches? Bro, I didn't fucking have anything. <laughs> I would have been like, I'm sorry, I'm leaving. I don't have candy. I wouldn't have given out fucking peaches. Bro, what I was, the I was hell thinking is about giving you? them spaghetti. Like, let's be honest here. It's Halloween. You gotta give them something.
Hey yo, welcome back to the High Kicks Podcast. How we doing, Carl? <laughs> doing good. How are you, Brian? Finger guns as did always. That, did that intro not play for you? Not at all. Oh, my bad. I have NVIDIA broadcast set on uh on uh Discord right now instead of voice mod. So Carl was continuing recording our cold open. Yeah, the um, entire time. And the entire time the intro was playing. We usually don't let it carry over, but you gave somebody peaches and you were going to give them spaghetti. I would have just given them nothing. Yeah, no, it happens to the best of us. I'd rather give you something than absolutely nothing. Like a little girl showed up to my doorstep. I'm not going to say, oh yeah, I, I have nothing to give you on Halloween. I was thinking about giving them, I think I had a two liter of like root beer. I was like, all right. That, that would have been better than peaches. I, no, I, I I saw the root beer after they left. I wasn't going to run after them with it. That would be weirder. <laughs> okay, that would be weirder. That is, fair. <laughs> that is fair. So Champions League, then Prem, then a little bit of predictions, not actual predicting games, but talking about some upcoming games. Then we're going to get out of here. Sounds appropriate. Also, I just need to let everybody know it is not 2 a.m. It's 1 a.m. Yeah, I was going to say, we're an hour early, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, first off, we're just going to run this down by group. I'm going to save group B for last because of what happened in group B. But, obviously, group A, one would expect Liverpool and Napoli made it through. Yep. Group C, Bayern and Inter make it through. Yep. Kind of expected, even though Barca did all they did. But Inter, so Group D. While saying that, though, congrats to Inter. They were playing extremely well throughout the competition, mm-hmm. and they made it to the next round. So they're going yeah. to keep on playing well. Group D was an interesting one because going into yesterday in Group D, all four teams had a chance to win the group. Yeah. So Spurs ended up winning, and Frankfurt went through with them, sporting in the Europa League. Bye-bye, Marseille. As expected, I think, in Group E, Chelsea and Milan went through. Yeah. Real and Leipzig in Group F, as expected. A little yeah, surprised but... that a little surprised that Donetsk got the Europa League spot instead of Celtic. But Yeah, but honestly, no. They played really solid. Like at the beginning of the competition, I was extremely surprised. They did. But throughout they did. the first two games, they were obscene. For my standards, um, just I, I don't see them very often, and they really surprised me. And then Leipzig, oh my god, they they are a team that you do not want to be playing in the second round mm, or in, yeah. in the round of sixteen. They they are I would one not want these face teams. Them. Like I, yeah. I'd be surprised who faces them and which one actually makes it through. I don't think Leipzig is gonna go and win the Champions League, but I think damn well that they can. Have a they run could knock for your somebody money. out. Yeah. And then Group G, I, I would have been shocked if it weren't City and Dortmund. Huh. Sevilla is dropping down into the Europa League. Yep. That's so their competition. Yeah. 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 And then another shocker in Group H. Benfica edged out PSG for the group, which which basically means that PSG in the round of 16 can play Manchester City, Real Madrid, Chelsea, Spurs, Bayern, 
Napoli. Watch, they're gonna get like, Napoli or Spurs. I, I wouldn't want to have. I I would not want to play Napoli right now. I oh wouldn't want God. Napoli, but in a two leg series, like I don't know if I'd rather play Napoli or Real or like I I'd probably be taking Napoli just because. Like to Real in the Champions League, yeah, and then like you also have Bayern there. Bayern has been mm-hmm. on one this season in terms of like just integrating uh crazy attacks at you. Um, so it, yeah, I do, I do want to throw it back in before we get into more analysis back yes. into Group B. So I skipped Group B because going into Group B with Atletico Madrid, Bayer Leverkusen, Club Brugge, and FC Porto. Who this wins? Was Atletico's, this was Atletico's group to lose. Yeah. And boy, did they lose. Yeah. Not only did Atletico not qualify for the round of 16, Diego Simeone and Atletico Madrid are out of Europe. They came in fourth place in Group B and were eliminated from all European competition. That's unacceptable. That's honestly disgraceful, especially with what they were doing with Griezmann at the beginning of the season. It's like, are you really attempting to even win at this point? What the hell are you doing? Well, but like, part I, of why they yes, did, they I, did with I understand was financially yes. motivated. Yes, the financial reason behind everything. But ah, Carl being back home and the cars driving by. <sighs> the financial motivation, besides. Behind the Griezmann situation, eh, but behind the Griezmann situation was totally an appropriate way of. Oh my God! What am I trying to say? Yeah, no, it makes sense that they did what they had to do. Yeah, they they did what they had to do at first, but like after <laughs> a while, it was like, come on, you need to pick it up. Just like what I was just trying to say, they needed to pick it up. Yeah, and then just to analyze this a little bit deeper. So, of the teams from Syria, three of the four teams are going to the next round. Of the teams from the Premier League, all four of them won their group. Yeah. From Germany, we have three teams moving on to the next round and one team falling into the Europa League. From Spain, we have three... Europa Leagues, I believe. No, two Europa Leagues. And a round. And a bye-bye. And a round of 16. Right? Yeah. Am I looking at this right? Yeah. Two yeah. Europa Leagues, a bye-bye, and a round of 16. <laughs> so, what happened, Spain? I, what happened, Spain? I don't know. Like, Barca have been on that sort of weird in in between they're they're still trying to find who they are as a side and they are doing it don't get me wrong like Lewandowski's really playing well and they're really starting to come into their own but they still are not the same status that these other sides are that are fully established and only building that's why like when you look at Manchester United if they were in this competition they'd probably have a Europa League finish as well like or worse depending like, on the group yeah depending on the group like that that's what i mean like barcelona yep. like they played extremely well don't get me wrong but 
All right. right, but first off, first off, on paper, Barca is a better team. Yes. I'm not saying that they're performing better, but on paper, yes, I would take that Barca side over that United side. Yes. Barcelona should have nothing against Inter Milan. No, Barcelona should have, have finished second in this group. Yes. But so, when, when they came against Bayern, you're getting smacked, and then it's mostly the deciders with Milan, with Inter. I, I can't say Milan because of AC, but um, with Inter, because with, with Barca versus Inter right now, Inter has a more just... Uh, their side has you, more you chemistry really can't right speak now. English today. My words literally just have lost me. Like I, I, I don't. Uh, your words have lost you, or you have lost your words. Uh, words. Period. Th- this is this is what I'm hearing from you tonight, Carl. <laughs> it's gotten pretty bad. I I don't know. I think I'm pretty tired. <laughs> Is not even well now it's one. So given that we have our round of sixteen, yes, who you got? I think it's really dependent on matchups, uh, to go on in this. But mm-hmm. as they, always, they they will have to play each other later on. I'm probably taking right now. Hmm. Bayern because of bias. If we're being honest, I am taking Man. That's City. like me saying I'm gonna take. Yeah, I was gonna say that's like me taking Liverpool because of bias. Yeah, except um, Bayern, Bayern has a more reasonable like. Oh yeah, than Liverpool right now. I mean, Liverpool have been phenomenal in the Champions League so far. They've just been shit in the league league. Uh yeah, there's but- that. They but, still don't finish uh, so top I, to Napoli, and like I, I don't know if Napoli would have finished top with like Bayern or it, like Real. Or, it was, it was just, but it was just goal it differential, was, and it wasn't like, a, yeah, yeah. And they, I mean, their only loss was away to Napoli. Yeah, um, and they also beat who's Napoli. leading. Yeah, and they also who's leading Syria, but so I, I have City or PSG still. I don't know. Like PSG is still ridiculously good. It's just that like they they have a lot in the front. And of course you have Donnarumma. But what else do you yeah. have behind him? Like you have a solid midfield, don't get me wrong. And you they have, have a phenomenal right back and a phenomenal left back. You you have very solid pieces. They haven't been playing as ideally as they have this year. Well, the right back and left back have. The center backs have been picking it up a little bit. And is I'm talking about this season specifically. Like they they have been, but yeah, in they've, the been, past, they've been balling as a side this season. Yeah. In the past, the defense yeah. source tends to sort of fade away. And I'm not saying Yubi's yeah. goal is like a sign of that or anything, but they they are a side who lets the foot off the gas sometimes. City does that too, don't get me wrong, but sometimes when PSG does it, it doesn't make me feel as confident about, about them the same way that I do about City. I see where you're coming from. 
I see where you're coming from. So before we move on into the Champions League, I just would like to talk about one major thing coming out of Europe. David De Gea officially will not be going to the World Cup. Oh, yeah. That like, scared me. I was like, what are you talking about? So this is this is huge. So the goalkeepers that are basically expected to go The goalkeepers that are basically expected to go are Unai Simon, Robert Sanchez, and David Raya. Um and then Kepa from Chelsea, obviously, and Katafe's David Soria are chosen as backups just in case. But I want to know your thoughts on this because the football world, from what I saw, revolted. They were like, he should be going, um, all this and all that. It's his and decision. I want to know what, you, what? His decision. Whose decision? It is. No, it's not. He yeah. got left off the 50 man shortlist. But, like, no, like, how do you know it's not anything to do with like his own personal decisions or anything regarding this? Like, of course, because he... Luis Enrique left him off the list. Yeah, of course. But like, he he's still a capable keeper and everything. Like, I'm not saying that he's. Yeah, but not... that's. I want to know. I want. I want to know your thoughts on him Just being him left not. off the list. Yeah, I think not. Not not throwing it out to maybe it's he age. chose. Not. It's a, it's a hundred percent age. Like, I'm not saying. Anything I don't think else. it's. Ju- I don't think it's just age. You think he's lost a footing? I think it's consistency. I completely feel you there. I think it's lack of distribution, too. Um, He's not... I mean, he's a professional goalkeeper, and he's one of the best shot stoppers of his era, but his distribution has always been subpar. He's never been great at distributing the ball and, and they used to have the center backs with, to be able to do that with the roster such an american way of putting it but with the roster that spain has you need a keeper that's better with distribution you need a keeper that's more consistent do i think he should be there I, as like the third string leadership wise i think so i think leadership wise like is definitely but i i don't think the whole like yes de gea is a better all-time keeper than raya yes he's a better all-time keeper than simon yes he's a better all-time keeper than sanchez i don't think he's better than any of them right now no and i think that's what it comes down to i think the people who are revolting from the sense of De Gea is not going to the World Cup. It's very similar to just having the name. Like, it, it's like, bro. It is. We, it, that's, that's all it is. It's all name. It's like we understand De Gea has been a renowned name within the Premier League and within Europe for almost a decade now, but, or probably over a decade. a decade. Yeah. Like, De Gea has just been a consistent rock at the back, but 
he is starting. No, to- he's been he's been a he's been a rock at the back, but he's been an inconsistent rock at the back. He was consistent for United for a little bit when he was in the argument for best keeper in the world for like a season yes. or two. And then yes. he fell off when he went to international. Uh, yep. That was the World Cup, right? He kept on making mistakes. I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. He, like, even though like they played well, like he kept on messing up. Like it, it was weird. Yeah. And it, it it just kept on happening over and over where the inconsistencies would happen and he would make amazing saves time again. And like he still does. But like you were saying, with this current Spain side, you don't have PK, you don't have Ramos, you don't have Busquets, you don't have these people at the back who are very dominant at distributing it. Of course, you have Rodri, who's even... very good. You have like other players as well who are very good at getting it out of the back. But it, it... it's not even though. Sorry for cutting you off, yeah. but it's not even player related. It's just he came up in a slightly different era of football, and yeah. goalkeeper distribution has become so much more important. You the see the Edersons pace. and the Allisons of the world getting assists with their distribution that's not in De Gea's wheelhouse it's like Neuer was like sweeper keeper crazy and then like yeah everyone else was like all right we need to actually be realistic with this like because Neuer's style is not realistic like no one but Neuer can do it so yeah and the era of the distribution keeper has kind of phased De Gea out of that upper echelon. And it's, I'm not talking about it from a pure shot-stopping standpoint, because if you're only thinking about shot-stopping for a goalkeeper, De Gea has to be included for Qatar. But there's so much more to being a goalkeeper. Yeah. He has to be included in a lot of conversations if we're talking about just pure shot-blocking. Yes. But, but we aren't, which is the major yeah, consideration I think where, where right he now. is all around... I kind of think it's the right decision. I personally just like going back to the side, like when you look at Spain right now, they're just a lot different than Spain's of the past that could do like anyone on the pitch could control the ball and potentially break your entire team and score a goal. Like, and like Mm -hmm. right now, like the fact that, like the center backs have aged out, like a lot of different things are starting to occur within the side. It's just a completely different side. They need to adjust and start doing because right now what they're really good at is pushing pace. De Gea is not amazing for pushing pace right now. No, he is not. He's amazing at stopping the ball and then rolling into your center back to play a possession. Like Lissandro Martinez and... Veron are very capable at having that possessive style. That's why it works. When it comes to a different side, I don't like it. It didn't work with Maguire because Maguire tried to play possessive, and like Maguire is a different conversation, and we shouldn't be saying that. But it doesn't work as well with like Lindelof or with uh, Bai, especially when they were constantly coming on because. 
they, they aren't as dominant in terms of a possessive standpoint. When they are pressured on the ball, they make stupid passes and stuff happens. Lindelof got a lot better at it. Like when he first started. Why are we talking top. about United defenders when we're supposed to be talking about De Gea in Spain? Because I'm talking about the way that. Oh, yeah, that's true. But no, I'm, I'm you, you. I was still talking about De Gea. It's just you started you 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 kind of ventured off into defenders being able to move the ball, and then you started talking about United, yeah. Which fair. I I should I should have seen coming because we're talking about De Gea, but I'm going to use that to get into the prem. Thank you. Just cause works perfect. Just cause, just cause. So this past man, you won. Let's keep it going. Yeah, that you beat, <laughs> you beat West Ham. Sure. Yeah. Woo-hoo. So so first off. I am going to start with my game that I am very, very upset about. Yeah. So I was in the wedding ceremony, not in the ceremony, but I was in the church for the wedding ceremony this past weekend. And I'm checking the score on the FootMob app on my watch. Liverpool lose 2-1 to Leeds. And I was just like, bruh, I was so sad. Van Dyke's win or undefeated or unbeaten run at Anfield is over. We thought it was ending last week. Yeah, I thought City was going to end it, not fucking Leeds. The That's only so upside funny. to this, the only upside to this is Jesse Marsh is definitely going to be able to keep his job for a little bit longer. And so I also have to give credit for something. So I was watching TikToks the other day, and this dude, Crush Talk Sports, he's hysterical. Every week, he basically goes, 60 minutes, one match day, let's ride. Goes through all the games really, really, really fast. And when he got to this game, Liverpool leads, he just went, get soccered. (laughs) So um, every single time Leeds beats a Premier League team going forward, where I'm going to say get soccered, because it's amazing. Just just that. Just that. Also, Brennan Aronson got into a little scuffle, and Tyler Adams immediately came to his side and shoved somebody out of the way. I think because Tyler Adams understands that if the U.S. wants to do anything at the World Cup, Brennan Aronson needs to be healthy. (laughs) (laughs) You aren't wrong. I'm not wrong at all there, so thank you, Tyler, because... Medford Messi, pork roll Pele. He needs to stay healthy. All right, let, let's touch on Newcastle Chelsea getting Villa. bent over. A... New, Newcastle Villa, Newcastle smacked Villa. Let's keep it going. Okay, cool. So Chelsea got bent over a barrel yeah. against Brighton. You want to hear one of the craziest things about this match? What? Chelsea players scored three goals in this game. Brighton players scored two, and Chelsea lost 4-1. Chelsea scored two own goals in the first half. Yeah. Loftus-Cheek and Shalaba. And then Pascal Gross scored the dagger on dagger on dagger because you're down 3-1 and then you go down 4-1 on the 92nd. Yeah. I will say back to the Crush Talk Sports guy in his same video, he went um they got grobbed. Like because it's it it's that weird 
bee looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. What? I hit the wrong button. Brian, you're so stupid sometimes. I don't know if I just lost any of my recording. That could have been really bad. But whatever. We're going to keep it going. Yeah. We'll keep it going. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Brighton just absolutely dominated Chelsea in terms of the entire game. It, it was absolutely nuts. Chelsea were not on a front foot throughout the majority of this match. Um, it, congratulations to Brighton. They really showed uh, what they were showing earlier in the season. So I, I'm happy to see that. Poor again. Graham Potter. Yeah, let's not talk. Yeah, about that's that. just that's just sad. You go back to your old <laughs> stomping grounds and get stomped. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I, so I was checking Spurs, the score of this match. Spurs Matt. are down one nothing. I'm like, oh, oh god. Spurs are down two nothing. I thought they were like, losing. What? And then I checked back at the end of the match, and I was like, yeah. what? Sessegnon, Davies, and ben- Benton Kerr. I was at the same like, board. Congratulations to Spurs, despite losing Sun. That's going to be a massive loss for you guys. Um, I want to see how you guys play without him for a little bit, because when you guys didn't have Kane and he was playing, you guys... Or, well, when... Yeah, when you didn't have Kane and Son was playing, you played extremely well. When Kane plays without Son, it's not the same. You good there? You got that one right? Bro, I can't speak today. I can't speak. No, you can't. So last game I want to talk about. Arsenal beat Forest. <laughs> it's not even. So Arsenal beat Forest. Sokka goes off injured. Saka is healthy. I read today he's fully fit, was an injury scare, but he's okay. But the story of this match is Reese Nelson. Reese Nelson comes on for an injured Bukoyo Saka and scores two goals and has an assist in eight minutes. Yeah. That is all. That is all. Forrester, dog water. They're dog water, but they beat Liverpool, so let's... uh. Liverpool are dog water. We know this. Yeah. I just wanted to bring it back to reality because uh, Man U's mm-hmm. not in that conversation right now as much as Liverpool is, so I love yep. to hear it. Yep. But you're still yep. in the Champions yep. League, and you're going to the round of 16, so congratulations. Yep. That's still a bigger Dude, accomplishment we might, we, we might I've to, ever seen. We might have to win it Man to U. make the competition next year. Watch. You guys are going to pull some shit like that. I yeah, watch it. us finish like eighth in the Premier League, but win the Champions League. Well, watch Darwin Nunez literally become prime Luis Suarez in the Champions League and then comes back to the Premier League like one week, can't even touch the ball for a first touch yep. like normal. It's like, what the? <laughs> yep. Yep. No, I, I, I wouldn't even doubt it. That would be the funniest thing. Yeah. But. Uh, enough of our little speculation. Um, 
You want to talk about the upcoming games? Because there's a, there's a couple big games this weekend. We're mostly just talking about like two or three. I mean, I said there's a couple big games this weekend. There's two monstrous matchups. Yeah, it's mostly the two that I that I'm big on. Sunday, November Sunday, 6th. Sunday, 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 Sunday in the Super Bowl Arena. Now <laughs> at Stamford Bridge, we have Chelsea versus Arsenal, and at Tottenham Hotspurs Arena. It's gonna Tottenham be Spurs Hotspur Stadium, bro. I know. Shut up. <laughs> Spurs versus Liverpool. I, I had to make it American. Come on, like I, I had to. Do we have stupid... stadiums in America. Arenas are closed. Yeah, I know, but still, it's just stupid. Like that—that's that stupid. That—that's something right, that you cool. would hear like roller or, or the, Chelsea, the monster Chelsea, derby. Chelsea, Chelsea Arsenal monster yes. truck rally. I think is what you were looking for. Yes. Cool, cool. So Chelsea Arsenal. Demo derbies are cool though. This, this is either going to be both of these matches are either going to be awesome or they're going to be trash. Because in the most, yep. like in the last couple of years, big six matchups haven't been very good. Yep. But I think Chelsea Arsenal is going to be electric. I I, I, I don't know if the score will entirely show how back and forth the match is, and I I think it may yes. only be like a two one endeavor. But I, I will not be think. watching this match, though. Yeah, I'm not going to be awake for this. No, it'll be on at 7 a.m. Um, Sorry, yeah. highlights exist. Yes, yes. I also don't know if I'll be able to watch the other match because I'm going to be watching the New York Marathon because Caroline's got some family running in it. But back to the game. You're I, a marathon. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> so you're like i don't know cardio <laughs> just like i don't know how to read <laughs> yeah like cardio but don't know her at all so i not gonna reveal any i'm taking arsenal <laughs> i keep clicking back on the wrong thing and i keep leaving <laughs> <laughs> I got Arsenal. Yeah, I'm taking Arsenal as well. Arsenal. All right, all right. laugh at me all you want. It's not going to affect anything. I have a backup recording going. <laughs> I know it's just so funny. <laughs> I'm definitely taking Arsenal in this match. They're just the better side this season. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, but Spurs versus Liverpool, I think that's going to be in a really exciting match. I'm, I'm taking, personally going to take taking, a draw, actually. I'm, I'm taking Liverpool because of the lack of sun. I'll take a draw because of the lack of sun. I think Liverpool is going to come back to reality within the Prem. So, you're probably right, but fuck you. Yeah, you're just pissed that it's probably mm -hmm. going to be relatively accurate. Yep. 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 But no, I, I've... I've been really excited with the Champions League action. In a week, we'll probably be telling you the round of 16, uh, depending on when that's released and when we release our next episode. Um, we have also, um, we have like, what, two more episodes until you go to Europe? Uh, or one I more leave. Episode? I think maybe only one more episode. One more. Okay. 
So Carl goes to Europe next week or in two weeks ish, and I'm gonna have to find co-hosts. So, so hit us up. Yeah, honestly, I got I got one yeah. prospect, and then we have Old Faithful that we can reach out to to see if he's still interested in working with us. Nah, he's probably like screw you. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But <laughs> thanks for tuning in this week. We're hoping to be a little bit more consistent going forward. Mm-hmm. I just need Liverpool to get their shit together, honestly. I'm excited for the World Cup. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about that. We'll talk about that more coming up soon. Catch you guys <laughs> next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.